Welcome to Pal with Michelle. This is a support group for parents of addicted loved ones. If you know somebody and love somebody who is addicted to um, drugs or alcohol, I'm here to provide a little bit of hope and support. Today is lesson two, and today we're going to learn how to say, I love you to our children enough to let you experience your own pain. It's such a little thing, but it, it can make so much difference. As parents, we want to do our best, right? But all we can do is do what we can with the information that we have right now. And no parent wants their child to be addicted to drugs. I want to be that mom who destroys my son's using career. And if you're like me, you want to destroy your son's or daughter's using career too. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope, my hope is that you take something away today that will give you strength to do something to help your child without helping your child. Let me explain. So today, you know, we can motivate our children through hope. And the hard part though is our children can be motivated through their pain too. And seeing our child in pain is just so difficult because we want to take their pain away, don't we? Well, I'm here to tell you that it doesn't help if we take their pain away. So today I'm going to share three promises, okay? Three promises that I want you to make to your loved one, okay? Your loved one who is suffering from addiction. And sometimes it helps to write a letter to that someone. Maybe you don't ever send it. Maybe you just sit down and write it because it's going to help you through this difficult time. Or maybe it's just the process of writing this over and over again that's going to help you gain strength, okay? The first thing to keep in mind is this. You, <clears throat> we can notice as parents our children's inability to make healthy changes, right? Our children are making very unhealthy choices every time they choose to use. But we can't magically change them. We can't stop them. They have to want to stop themselves. Yes, I'm sure you've heard all that before. So here are the three promises. I'm going to go through them quickly, and then I'm going to go back over each one. Write this down. I promise I will work to accept your resistance to change. So we're prefacing this as if you're talking to your child. I promise I will work to accept your resistance to change. That's the first promise. The second promise, I promise to shift my focus on how I help you. This is huge. And I'm going to go back over this to explain it in more detail, but hang on. Just write that down. I promise to shift my focus on how I help you. The third promise is, 
I promise to learn better methods that support you to manage yourself. Again, I promise to learn better methods that support you on how you can manage yourself. Those three promises will help you. I'm hopeful of that. I don't give advice, I just give suggestions. And I can say that these three promises in my head helped me to understand a little better about how I could help our son. So the first one, I promise I will work to accept your resistance to change. So what happens is when you accept that your child is resistant, resisting change, even even a positive change, that this is this is them, that there's nothing that they can do or nothing we can do to stop them from making those choices. It's liberating. But actually saying that to your child is liberating too. You can look at them and say, you know, I can't stop you from making unhealthy choices. I guess I'm just going to have to accept that you are resistant to change. Two, I promise to shift my focus on how I help you. And this is huge. Say, I will focus on what motivates you to overcome your resistance to change. Instead of thinking, how can I help you? Or saying, how can I help you? We need to say, how can you help yourself? How can you help yourself? I have a little eight-year-old girl, my granddaughter living with us, and I sent her up to her room to put away all her clean clothes, hang them up, and put them in their proper places. And from upstairs, she was throwing herself around. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't do this too much. There's too many here. I don't know where to start. She was totally overwhelmed. And what I kept saying was, I believe in you. I believe in you. I know you can do this. Just take it one step at a time. And I tried not to get pulled into her drama of her inability to do it. All kids, they just want to know that their parents believe in them, no matter how old or how young. And eventually, that eight-year-old granddaughter, she put everything away. It wasn't perfect, but it was done. It was complete. And I went to her and said, look at that. I knew you could do it. And the next time I asked her to do it, she was a little more confident that she could do it. And so if we look at this on a scale with dealing with a drug addict, it's, it's no different. You, you can't help them. All you can do is motivate them to help themselves. How, 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 how can we help them help themselves, right? So that's a huge shift for me. Um, it's, it's so, so difficult to separate from all their lies and their anger and the irresponsibility and sometimes the procrastination of making any decision. But we can't do anything about that. And I'm here to give you a virtual hug over this um, 
podcast and say, you're not alone. But if we form together a group, a support group of parents who are finding ways to overcome this for our children, overcome our own lives, because that's all we can, we can control, right, is our reaction to their inability, resistance to change. So let me get back to the third promise. I promise to learn better methods that support you to manage yourself. And I love, love, love this quote. When the pain of not changing becomes greater than the pain of changing, people will change. The same is true for your child. When his or her pain of not changing becomes greater than the pain of changing, she or he will be motivated to change. And so you tell them, this is what you say, An important part of my new learning is to set boundaries and consequences with you. I'm going to enforce them too. I will not save you from the painful consequences of poor decisions. I believe that when you experience true consequences, you will take your own steps to make healthier choices next time. So we can't make excuses for them, make decisions for them, rescue them from their negative consequences of their actions, right? So um, we can't do anything for them. All we can do is encourage them to help themselves along the way. And when they do take steps towards that, we can applaud them and say, hey, I noticed that you did this. I noticed you made this decision. Good for you. I hope that you see these changes. Say this to your child. I hope that you see these changes in my actions as being motivated by my love for you. And the most powerful quote, I love you enough to let you experience your own pain. And I would recommend saying that out loud. Look in the mirror and pretend that you're talking to your loved one. I love you enough to let you experience your own pain. So in this lesson, what what we're suggesting is that we accept the fact that change is hard. Oh, change is so hard. We stop unhealthy helping by, by enabling, by doing things for our child, by making decisions for them by rescuing them when they make poor decisions. That's, that's stopping right here and now. Tell yourself, look in the mirror. Oh, I'm going to stop that. Set boundaries and consequences. And do not rescue your loved one from the consequences. I think this was the most difficult thing for me was when our son ended up in jail. I wanted to believe that there was a part of the story that he was innocent of and so I thought by rescuing him from jail it wasn't really rescuing him from the consequences of his actions because he still has to muddle through that the sentencing of what he did but I was wrong in hindsight we probably should have never bailed him out of jail but I'm not here to judge anybody 
each one of you has your own story and no story no story is the same as the other it's just not that's one thing I've noticed with addiction is every story is different but this is Michelle with pal parents of addicted loved ones I hope that some of what I offered you here today has helped and I look forward to hearing your stories. If you'd like to reach out to me, please shoot me a text at michelle at michellewidenmenner.com or you can always text me at 574-551-0898. God bless.